0: this is a view from the Bridge official podcast of the Grand Slamming Grand Slamming? Grand Slam winning Belfast Giants for kingdomthegiants.com Today's Tuesday the 27th of June 2023 my name is Patrick Smith we're live on YouTube Facebook and on Twitter and as always you can download us on your Apple podcast Spotify all the normal podcast providers talk to your Alexa uh, device and see if they'll play it for you as well um, good to see everybody hope you're having a fun summer on this week's show there's uh, there's been a lot of movement in the Belfast Giants roster both in and out so let's have a look there um, maybe we get add a new name Maybe we could add two. We'll see. Uh, and Adam Keefe will join us later for a chat. Mr. McGimsey, how are you doing?
1: Doing very well. Paddy, do you know, whenever the uh, season came to, it's it's fantastic climax and we won and we did the last show. And you have that. Oh, thank Almost thank goodness that's over. And that because we did it for 33, 34, whatever it is, weeks in a row. And it becomes a grind to, to do it. Can't wait to get going again. <laughs> I'm delighted to see you. Both. I've, <laughs> I've missed. I've missed hanging out with you on Tuesday nights, and we still talk, but not as much. So it's lovely to see you. Absolutely, and a man who uh, flew to Vegas to, to
0: see the Stanley Cup champions. How, how are you doing, says? How was your trip?
2: It was the, the the game. The trip was brilliant, as as it always is. But the the Vegas game in T-Mobile Arena was I, I've never experienced anything like it as in. At a hockey game, it was absolutely incredible. Um, The atmosphere yeah. was off the charts. It was game two. I mean, I think Florida finished the, the game with six guys on the bench. There's that many guys thrown out. Their discipline was poor. Vegas were great. But the atmosphere and the game experience in the arena was absolutely top-notch. It, it, it was just, I mean, I've been to loads of NHL games. And do you know what? I couldn't believe it. Taft said to me on the way over, "I've never been to an NHL game before." Wow. I go, you're, "You're having a laugh, like." And and literally, as I say, I mean, I have to say a massive thank you to Sports Entertainment Tours for coming out with the tickets. I, I could not believe he got us the tickets, uh, which is absolutely brilliant. But Taft not being in an NHL game before, I've been to quite a few. Lucky enough, I've been to quite a few. But and and you guys know you guys have been as well. But the atmosphere when you go to an NHL game. Sometimes mm. it's really bad. I mean, it, it could be oh, yeah. very quiet. It's yeah, obviously it's depending good. on which, which arena you go to, and it's a bit you know, can be a bit quiet. Being in Madison Square Garden in January for the Rangers and Bruins games was a good atmosphere, but it was nowhere near the level of a Stanley Cup final game, which again was it, it's absolutely amazing.
1: Fantastic,
0: glad, glad you enjoyed it, mate. Good trip there. Um, I, we've got just, some, I, I've
1: got a couple of follows up on Cesar. Obviously, money aside, there's things that we can't do that they can do on a game night. Did you get anything the feedback into the the operations here to go? There's little things that were done there that we do. Obviously, the drone and stuff was it was was talked about, but you know, anything that you came back with? Should have to wait and see.
2: Um
1: (laughs) I spoke to I spoke to Neil and I
2: spoke to Glover and some of the things. And Glover was at Glover was at a Stanley Cup game as well, um, up at Edmonton. So you know he's brought a few wee picks back as well, but it's um. We'll just have to have to wait and see what happens. What about Glasgow? <laughs> Sorry, Glasgow?
0: Oh, just just a small get together in a field in Somerset. <laughs> it wasn't um, wasn't it was baking hot on Saturday, buddy. It's like it properly like Davy. You are only up the road, but it's like it Look was so time. so hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you had a hat on, buddy. That must have covered the whole body mate the back the back of my the back the back of my neck is at the peeling stage and that was only from the walk in but uh but yeah it was phenomenal elton i could listen we could dedicate a whole podcast and just droning on yeah. about glass to me between elton john and, and and the food fighters and even even acts like you know uh, rick astley and stuff like that just great crack but the, and the, and I've known from like that's the sixth time I've been lucky enough to get there. And the some of the best times are just bumbling around, just going to a little place here, a little place there, or somebody's singing there, somebody's singing there, not even the big stages. But
2: uh, yep, a fabulous, fabulous, uh, fabulous weekend. Do you know, one of the things that I mean, I I always on a Sunday, I don't know why, but on a Sunday night, I always watch the Glasgow stages on a Sunday night. Um, and we we're, were talking just before went live that you know i've never seen a crowd like it for the for elton john and i know you were talking about the rolling stones and dolly parton and what have you i have never seen a crowd like that before but one of the things i love looking at at the at glastonbury on tv is the flags some Some of the flags flags this year charts like they're absolutely brilliant
0: I could, uh, some some of them I can't repeat on air, but some of the flags were absolutely remarkable and so 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 funny. Um, but we had we had one ourselves as well because one of our friends turned fifty today actually, but um, so it was his big face on a flag, and if you watch Rick Astley, you will be able to see it. But uh, no, a great time was had, mate. I'm still suffering. Let's <coughs> uh, <laughs> But
2: do, but do you love a flag in
0: Northern Ireland, like? Wow, well, yeah. We we do love a flag. <laughs> yeah, a good time. A good time was had, right? Crack let's crack off. Firstly, before we um before before we um uh get on to the stuff that got to the Belfast Giants, we'll begin with the sad news yesterday, the death of 20-year-old uh Sheffield Steeler Alex Graham. Um a Sheffield lad. He'd played 81 games for his hometown elite league club, having recently signed his first professional contract. He's also represented GB at under 18 and under 20 level. Um there's not much to say. We here at AVFTB would like to extend our heartfelt condolences to the friends and family of Alex and to all in the Steelers community who are feeling the loss of a young lad who had both his life and a bright career ahead of him. Things like that put a lot of things into context, but we're going to crack on regardless. we got... We we hopefully will be able to share with you one of the names on the Belfast Chance roster, maybe two, shortly, and maybe even be joined by one of those names, maybe two, uh, before Adam Keefe comes and joins us later in the show. But first of all, there's been a lot of comings and goings in this Belfast Giants roster, a lot of a lot of names, as is the way with regards to a team who are as successful last season as, as we have been, a lot of the big names, a lot of names that we would like to stay are, are going to get better are going to get bigger contracts, are going to move on. And we've had to say goodbye to the players, like it was Sammy Rupp and, and and these guys have moved on to Tyler Soi. These guys have moved on with their careers. And as you said, quite rightly, Davey, for, we thank them for making – uh making this a stop on their on their on their journey. Um what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna bring up the current uh roster as we see it from the amount of uh announcements that have taken place in the last uh few weeks. Belfast Jans been brilliant at bringing these out by the way. Just like just dropping them here and there. Fantastic. Netminded so far we have Jackson Whistle and the return of Tyler beskerowani Uh in defense Jeff bombs back for another season as is Mark Garside. We've also seen the return of David Phillips from Sheffield and the return of Josh Roach for another season in Teal. In regards to the forward lines, Ben Lake's back, Sean Norris is back, Ara Nazarian uh, joins for the first season in Teal. Daniel Tedesco announced yesterday as the uh, as a new center for the Belfast Giants coming in, of course, from the Guildford Flames. Matt McLeod made a quite an impact when he joined late in the season last year and he's back. Kohei Sato, uh, I hope I'm saying that right, has joined for the first season. Kieran Long's back. And coming in from Dundee, Elijah Barriga. Gentlemen, of those and the way it's set up, I'll start with you, Davey. Your thoughts on how this roster is coming together uh, and what names have sort
1: of stuck out to you? Scroll, scroll down there ever so slightly, just so I don't have to look at longer. Well, no, nope. up, back back up, 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 yeah. up, 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 up. Stop. No, no, nah, you've gone too far. The one with Matt McLeod. Matt McLeod there. So here we go. Tedesco, McLeod. Now, I'm not suggesting that's going to be a line for a minute. Tedesco, McLeod and Kohai Sato. But imagine the speed of that line coming at you. That would be a frightening proposition for for any defence um, to be facing them. Look, it's it's one of those, Paddy. We're still in the progress of putting the whole squad together. So you've got to take it in the in the hole when it's all together. As you have said, we've lost some names, some maybe still to come back. And, um, you know, some of those signings are out. Are, are Tedesco, obviously it's guys that come into the league that you haven't seen before and you have to go and do a wee bit of research on that's exciting and that's a bit of fun and then you've got guys like Tedesco who come in who led up the league in Guildford last year and you kind of know what you should get from them. Doesn't always translate into what you do get but, you know, he's come with a bit of pedigree and he knows this league well and he's, he's scored a lot of points in this league so hopefully he'll hit the ground running. That's what you expect from these guys. Some guys, like, uh, you know, this the, the sort of the chat on Sato is that he's, he's got speed to burn and, uh you know, and alongside Matt McLeod there. And obviously there's Paul Mattingly coming up there, Gary back as well. So always love to see Mark side in the Belfast Giants jersey. Love to see him playing his guitar as well. So, but unfortunately that album's going to have to wait a whole, another whole year now, but scroll on down here. <laughs> who else do we have? Barriga coming in from, obviously that was a nice quite a while ago, Barriga coming in from Dante as well. So, you know, another guy with experience in the league. It's quite exciting. Um, Interested to see what we're going to do in the back end. We'll look pretty good going forward there, so it'll be interesting to see just how that, that finishes out. Roachy back, obviously, more talk around it's, it's going to be a few months, seven Yeah, isn't that what the press release said about Roachy? He's still yeah. recovering, so um, he'll be like signing a new player when he comes in, as he was in December last year. Like I talked about it, um, in the end of season wrap up when we did it last season, Josh Roach was really pivotal our success last season we lost those two games yep. against storm in early december the season was tailing off we didn't know what was going to happen we couldn't get a goal we, you know everything was going against us we'd gone through that long road <laughs> stretch where with a lot of injuries and stuff to deal with Ruchi came in and was a bit of a catalyst to turning things around and and we went on a serious run then christmas new year and, and steamrolled and and the like, grand slam so really liking how it's shaping up Nice to see Davy Phillips back again. I was I was doing a little thing for Laura the other day there, and his name popped up a few times from from rosters from ten years ago. So, again, another guy with deep experience in the elite league. So, shaping up nicely. And of course, I'll leave I'll leave the number the goaltender says he'll be excited about that.
2: <laughs> Simon, you what what sticks out for you? Davy's more or less covered it. I mean, Daniel Tedesco thirty. Six goals last year. I think he had with Guildford uh, in all competitions, and then you know Barriga's is going to be a good player. He played with Jeff Baum and in, in uh, uh, American College um, a few years ago as well. So says a good kid. Mace, which we'll talk about, is has, has basically commented on him as well. So look, the, the most important signing was was probably one of the first ones we announced, which was Basco. Um, getting yeah. Besco back for another season is has absolutely been massive for us. Um, I know the we were chatting to him today. Laura was on the phone to him today. Everything's from his side of things. We're, we're pushing forward and he's got another new addition to the family. Uh, this year, obviously, you know, you've had baby Besco, which is awesome. He's not baby anymore. He's big boy Besco. So, um, you know, you're going to have young little Cooper coming into the games as well. And, and there's, there's like, Davey touched on it right at the top of the show. It's, we've been out for a while. Um, we've been away. Uh, well, let's rephrase that. We've been away from the podcast and, and, and the webcast and what have you you know seeing how much work that adam steve um mace and george are putting in behind the scenes and getting everything ready is is absolutely pivotal it's you know watching all the 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 jealous other fan bases around the league they're all probably watching tonight um the uh you know saying that we spend an absolute fortune we don't spend any more than anybody else with regards to players. With regards to the way we treat players and the way we do our homework and bring everybody in and the way we do everything off the ice and and everything, you know, regarding travel and, and we do it right. And that's why people want to join us. So, you know, great to have Tedesco on board. Barriga, top point scoring his team last year. Tedesco's top point scoring his team. You know, when you lose, likes a David Goodwin, we we've, we've talked about Goody and and you know, obviously, the top line last year for us was absolutely massive. Steve O'Ree's not here next year, and and uh, it's it's huge. And um, we need to find guys to replace him. And I'm, you know, with with I'm, I'm actually really glad you showed who we've actually signed. So don't put my foot in it. <laughs> and <No. everybody> else. <laughs> but we're in a really good spot right now.
1: And I know we talk I, about problem. play. We will get excited about players and new players coming in, and and sad when when friends and and old players disappear. But probably Simon and Simon's talked about the off ice stuff. re-signing Adam Keefe, Mace coming back in after yeah. his year out of hockey, and you know these kind of things. It's so important that this, the the off ice is settled and has that George back, Stewie back, and really settled. And they can go and do their their business with Steve and says and Laura and whoever else gets you know doing the office stuff. But to have that set ice that allows us to go and build the roster that we're going to build, it's it's exciting, isn't it? It, 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 is, it is.
2: No, it, well, as I say, we're we're in a really good spot, and, and you know, it's when you look at, at how successful we were last season, it would be stupid of any other club in this league to, to think that no, do you know what. They're, they're going to live on their laurels and, and not put up a fight next year. That's not going to happen. We want to keep these three trophies. Adam's already talked about it. And, and you know, it's going to be very, very difficult because everybody wants to beat the champions. So whether it's the champions in the, the playoffs or whether it's in the league or whether it's in the Challenge Cup, everybody wants to beat the team that, that basically holding that trophy. So it only you only get it for a short time. Half the guys that are coming in this year have never held those trophies and they all want to win. You'll, you'll probably hear it from... Um, from the from if we, if we are going to announce somebody here very shortly, you know whoever it is that we're going to speak to, they're not coming here just to make the numbers up. They're coming here because they want to the win, um, and they know that Belfast are going to give them a good chance to do that.
0: Well, let's do that, shall we? That's we've got a new name for the Belfast Giants, a new name on the roster. You saw that we've got four defensemen signed up. Let's add a fifth, shall we? This is a twenty-five-year-old defenseman from Bowmanville, Ontario.
3: You
0: like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? Please welcome to the Belfast chant and, of course, to a view from the bridge, Jacob Friend. How you doing, mate?
4: Good. Good to be on, guys. It's nice to nice to meet you guys, and, and it's a pleasure to be on. Thanks for joining us. Um,
0: first questions. First, how do you how does it come about that you joined the Belfast Giants?
4: Well, um, it's not very often that you get to uh, you know you get to, to play on a team that that has had the success of a team that Belfast has had. Um, I knew I wanted to go try overseas. I've been in North America for the past three years. <laughs> I knew I wanted to try overseas, and I want to play on a team that's got a winning culture. And obviously, Belfast has has got just that. Um, I played with uh, Aaron Azarian. I know he was recently announced as a signing. We played together for the past three years. I saw that he was interested in coming, and they, they got the deal done. And and like I said, it's not often you get to come to a team that that has a lot of success. And obviously, I want to come and I want to win, and and that's what Belfast brings that opportunity to do. And and being there with Aaron Azarian is is just a bonus so i think it's going to be a great opportunity for for a team to win
0: the last the last couple of seasons you've been you know more or less playing in the coast with it with a with a, with a in the ahl a little bit how, mm-hmm. how difficult is it to, to make that decision to cross the, the atlantic and to say you know what i'm going to give it a go in europe
4: you know what it for some people it could be very difficult um whether that be they have Wives, kids, pets, whatever it may be for others, it's it's something that that they want to experience. That's obviously something that I want to do. I mean, there's there's lots more out there than just North America, and there's lots of other great leagues out there. And and I tried my hand in North America and had a great run and enjoyed my time there. I met lots of great people, but. Like I said before, there's lots of other things out there. There's lots of other great leagues. There's lots of other great players, great opportunities. And that's what I, I got myself here in Belfast. It's a great league with a great opportunity. Jacob, very nice to meet you. Welcome to Belfast. Um, Thank well, you. Well, welcome to Belfast
1: virtually. I'm looking forward yeah. to when you, get, when you get here in person. Um, how easy a decision was it to make? I know Paddy sort of half referenced that question, but... Have you done a little bit of research in the league? Have you referenced players you've played with? Have played in this league? And are you looking forward to the experience? English speaking, kind of. Um, you're looking forward to the experience of coming over here and and just trying almost a completely different culture.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 extremely excited. I think that I've talked to a number of players who have played in in the Eihl. I, my sister's boyfriend played in the eihl and they all say nothing but great things and obviously belfast is at the top of that list for a lot of those people and and that's what made it just a little bit more exciting is is again just coming to to the best team in the league coming for a chance to win because obviously that's everyone's goal in hockey is not just to have fun you know what i mean like it's it's great to be in somewhere fun and somewhere new which i'm going but there's another aspect to that and that's winning and they obviously Belfast is obviously giving myself a great chance to win
1: yeah and Simon talked about it there earlier you know coming off a grand slam we want everything there is to win but as fans and as players you're hungry you want more and we want those trophies back next season and I'm sure you want to put your hands on them as well
4: yeah absolutely I mean I heard you guys talking about it a little (laughs) bit before I got on everyone everyone wants to beat the best right and you guys said it too. There's going to be a handful of us that haven't touched those trophies. So it's something that we want just as bad as as the fans want as as the rest of the players on the team. Everyone's going to want it, to do it again. And everyone in the league is going to try to make sure that we can't do that. And, and that's what's going to make it a great opportunity to do it again.
2: Jacob, uh, what sort of player can the Belfast Giants expect when you hit the ice?
4: So I think that my game is is surrounded a lot of getting in in the face of the opponent's best players for the past three years now i've I've been able to to be to play a big role in shut down the the other team's best players and that and that game is is primary physically you know like I enjoy getting in the mix I enjoy laying the body. I have been known to drop the gloves once or twice. Um, but the biggest thing for me is is I take pride in the defensive zone and and shutting down the other team's best players and that helps a lot in the offensive zone, which is where a lot of my games come. a lot of my offense comes from in my game is just being able to play well in the defensive zone which translates into only being able to play in the offensive zone. So basically what'm what you guys are gonna see for me is is just shut down style defenseman, and a hard nose hockey and I'm gonna be in the face of of the other players.
2: We've we've obviously talked about the EIHL, um with the, the, the Champions Hockey League being part of the package now in Belfast. Was that a uh, was that a, a hook being dangled for you? Was that something that that you uh that it might have interested you come and play in Belfast?
4: Oh absolutely that was that was uh, another key factor in in enticing me to come over and play specifically for Belfast. I mean those those are six six teams that that everyone else in the league that's not going to be able to play against, right? And it's three places that I wouldn't have been able to go if if I did not play in Belfast. And it's another opportunity to go out there and do the best you absolutely can and try and win even more games. You know what I mean? Those those are six games that the other the other teams in the league that aren't playing, and and I'm super excited to go out there and try and win those games as well.
0: What does summer entail for you, Jacob? Are you back on the ice already? or Have you been you know, keeping in shape or is it just basically enjoying your summer?
4: No, so I got home, I think just over a month ago and obviously the season starts a little sooner overseas than it does in uh, North America. So I got right back into the swing of things of getting back on the ice and training, get, making sure I'm staying in shape this season. I want to make sure that I come in in the best shape that I can and, and, and perform the best I can right from the get-go.
0: Well, listen, we really appreciate you coming and joining us. Welcome to Belfast. Welcome to the Belfast Giants. And uh, Enjoy your summer, and hopefully we'll see you
2: when you get over here.
4: Yeah, it's just, great to meet all you guys. You. One, so thing, one
0: more from Simon. One more question.
2: Just one thing. Simon. Yeah. Are we speaking too fast for you? Okay, <laughs> it's it's sort of when we get new guys coming in, we get a little bit excited, and you know we look forward to this season. We haven't been on for a while, um, but if we are speaking too fast, then just give us a poke or just tell us to shut up. We we can slow down.
4: No, it's it's funny. I I, uh, I played what we what we call over here soccer quite a bit growing up, and I I still play in the summers every once in a while. And I actually have a great friend who's from Leicester. And he has quite a few of his English friends, so it's it's not it's not uh it's not foreign for me, so don't worry about it.
0: That's good obviously not because you said Leicester and not Leicester, which is, <laughs> is well, we normal. Fantastic.
4: He would kill That's me. me. Would kill me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your summer. We'll
4: see you when you get to Belfast. Yeah, thanks guys. It was great meeting you. Cheers.
0: Big thanks to Jacob Friends and newest name number. Or two, the newest name on the Belfast Giants roster. Um, you're saying uh, that he, he he likes to drop the gloves from time to time. You just shared something there with me, David, didn't you? Let me just have a say, look at this. Play, this yeah, he was
1: up with the moose. He was up with with the moose in the AHL for for a couple of games last season. Um, he got a PTO. Um, he went the I believe he actually went to the Manitoba camp um, and got released in camp, and then and then came back up for a, a PTO that lasted two games before he went back to um is Jacksonville Iceman off the top of my head there yes yeah. right, right yes, yes. same thing as Aaron, as Aaron yeah so um big old boy big unit he is um, and, uh, do you know what
0: uh that's sort of in your face defenseman you know we we talked about the moving on of, of of Sammy Rupp and you know who was brilliant with the hands but also wasn't afraid to get stuck in as and when he was required you know is and maybe this is a sort of uh that sort of ilk of a of a of a, a top
2: level defenseman with a bit of physicality says yeah, absolutely. Look, we, we're, we've we got, over the years, we've had guys who have been very, very physical. You know, you just look at Rayner a couple of years ago, and uh Big Sam has been physical over the last number of years. Matt Foley was physical last season as well. So, look, it's it's all part of the game, and it, it, I love defensemen. And and you know what? We, we watch it, um of the year, being pulled out of a hat, obviously, last year, a <laughs> guy from, from, from Cardiff picking it up um because of, as of offensive numbers it's defenseman of the year I've always said that you should have yeah. yes we all like an offensive minded defenseman but defenseman's about being you know making an art of your craft and and being proud of keeping that puck out and not as much as a goaltender as well um so it's good to hear him that you know he, he wants to basically concentrate in his own zone first of all and then uh, have the opportunity if he jumps into the play he'll he'll do that but big boy um obviously we've done a bit of homework on him and, and, and Adam and, and Steve have done a lot of homework on him so uh um yep it looks as if he's he's gonna be a good fit for us should we do one more i I don't know i mean there's there's, there's not much uh, you'd have to ask the fans like, Does 100 like 100 I, feel, I feel like to a call on big brother hey, hundred people to see yeah, the amount of people that you see walking about the arena are hexing you, what's the meaning for who saying and come and tell us this and that. I don't know anything, people. I've no idea. So, Johnny Baxter says, too.
0: Nah, I'm good. Johnny Baxter, I <laughs> so, <I laughs> I'm sure he's a Cardiff he's fan now, anyway. I said, We're getting lots of yeses and a lot of yes, please go on then. Yeah, all right, then. What about well, but that's what that's five defensemen. Should we yep. add one more? How about we maybe one from? Winnipeg, Manitoba.
3: You like
0: is the latest name on the Belfast Giants roster. He'll be wearing 84. He won't, unfortunately, he's unable to join us. We will get an interview with him in the next few days to share with you. But Travis Brown becomes the latest name on the Belfast Giants roster. He's a 29 year old defenseman from Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Manitoba. He's joined us after, uh, well, two seasons in Denmark. He had a season in, in Norway and then another season in Denmark before that. But decent numbers in the ECHL and the AHL. And um yeah, so ultimately, Davey, this guy looks like the real deal as well.
1: Yes, I somebody tweeted a couple of weeks ago there about our defense so far and saying, "Oh, if this is our defense. We're not going to win anything." Oh. <laughs> it's always wasn't name names.
2: I don't know. Names, in, I, don't know. I, I would need to
1: look it up, but it's straight, this nice kind of stuff there. stresses me out. I don't like tweeting all that much. I don't tweet all that often, but sometimes people just get me and they pull me in. And if you haven't watched the Belfast Chance for the last 20 plus years, we will have a few studs, absolute studs to come in. Travis Brown, Jacob Friend, maybe even more. I don't know. That's not me announcing anything by the way. I don't I don't know whether we're got six, I think, now. So I don't know whether that's complete or not. Whether it is or not, these two guys that we've announced tonight are absolute studs, as I've said. Says it's giving a shake of his head. He says he knows nothing, but like, uh, what do you call him from faulty towers? I know nothing, won't even share with the boys. I asked him a question earlier on, he goes, I know nothing, I know um, nothing I know. but like Travis Brown. <laughs> what what I like about Travis Brown obviously played a little bit in Europe, he knows the 200 foot ice sheet. Another kind of in the same mold, big guy, what does he says, 6'2, 200, something like that, you know, big body. Um, so in terms of that, we've we've signed two real big, big guys on the back end there, so um um one that's played in europe which i always thinks really really key. cases is, is getting It's funny on the phone here i'm gonna have to send a message here what's going on um but uh i really like the looks i really like the look of travis bryan here i can't i was trying to think there have we had another number 84. somebody in the comments can remind me if we have but i can't no think, think so that we have had no. maybe the first 84 that we have signed.
0: interesting signing as well it says like he has that he's already coming
2: in with that european experience yeah, we just touched on. I mean, it it's it's a, it can be important because it's not so much the legs that they play in, in Europe, it's the size of the ice. So when you get the chance to play as a defenseman, uh, Travis Brown and Jacob Friend, uh they'll, they'll be used to playing on the smaller pads. And when you get that extra 10-12 feet and the width and and another well, not so much the, the, the size of the blue zone, but um, you know, feet. It, it it can make a difference. So it's um it's all about keeping your sticks and, and touching. The uh, you know keep in touch with our defensemen and a lot of partners or, sorry, a lot of communication. So uh again, you, you just trust in the trust in Kiefer and trust in Steve. You know we we uh when we need to make changes, we're not afraid to make them, and uh, that proven last year. So it, it, it's it's really difficult. Uh, David mentioned the first thing he talked about when we started talking about you know missing and bringing guys in. You're never ever ever guaranteed top top players and top points and every single player you bring in you talk about the potential you talk about you know how good you are in the room and uh, from all the reports again we're forgetting about Travis Brown he's, he's right up
1: there it says I've talked about it over over years Patrick Franca should have been better for us than he was Tyler soy and he's just departed for me should have produced more than what he produced over the couple of seasons he did. Now, he came up with a couple of big moments, scored a goal, obviously, in the Challenge Cup final. It'll go down in, in history, and he, he produced big moments. But for me, I'm a, a great kid, but just didn't produce in the way that is a CV, probably. So you don't know you're getting unknown quantities. and and But from what we can see from from what they've done, and I really like that he's played in Europe before, I think 15 feet says, you tell me as a D-man how much more important it is it? 15 feet wider, how much harder is that to defend?
2: Potentially, in our two strides, you yeah, know, it, it literally is. It, it, and it's when you get guys of the speed of of uh, Kohei Sato and, and Matt McLeod coming at you, and especially in training, this will definitely help him. But it, it is, it's tough because you literally, again, it, it can, especially in the first month or so, it can make you feel a wee bit disorientated because you're used to keeping between the dots. So if you basically stay between the dots and keep your mind really outside, it does make the game an awful lot easier. But um, so that's look. is that allowing
1: him then is that giving him the half wall and getting down behind you just easier Indeed. because you're you're not you're naturally set up between the dots and you're you're trying to show well, him outside. And, yeah, and you always want to show your foot, yeah. but on your foot, Yeah, on an yeah. eighty-five foot pad, you've got the chance to rub him out, but on a hundred foot wide, he's getting around the back of you. That's, that's the basis right. of you know, yeah.
2: It's it's for us it's it's um it's literally about, you know, getting set and getting ready to go and and uh I, I'm actually just really excited for it now. I mean, when you're in the office every day, you know, you're doing bits and pieces every day. And then you're working it out, it's only sixty days to the first game and you're sitting going, oh. It's really not that far away. Like it really is not that far away. And then Laura starts shouting out, "But you stop talking! Well, you stop counting down!" I've actually started <laughs> to mark, my, mark it off in my, mark off of my calendar, uh, and I'm getting shouted at every 60, 60 days a day, or fifty nine tomorrow. And as soon as you mention it, you're getting things thrown at you and everything. So no, it's it's uh, it's all good. How's that
0: different? How's that different
2: to during the season?
1: Yeah.
2: No, it's it's really well during the season. It's you have to do it a lot quicker. During the off season, you've got a little bit of time to get it done. But then, again, <laughs> you, you get Kefer jumping into the mix and, and uh, you know, he's always looking for something done as well.
0: Uh, speaking of that, shall we uh, bring in the, the head coach of the Belfast Giants? He's uh, nice kind enough segue. to join us following okay. the two, the the announcement of Jacob Friend and Travis Brown. Please welcome back Adam Keith, How are you doing, coach?
3: I'm um, great. You guys?
0: Good, good. How's your summer been? Busy?
3: Uh, fantastic. It's been Beautiful weather here in Belfast. I cannot complain. Although today felt like maybe maybe summer was ending.
0: And congratulations <laughs> on the ever-expanding family.
3: Cheers! Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, been a busy house, but I can't complain again. Colleen's uh, take the brunt of it—that's for sure.
0: Before we come into the the two names that we've well, that we've just been speaking about, and one we've just been speaking to, um, on the back of the season that we've just had and the remarkable success. What's your mindset going into the next season? Because obviously you know as well as we do, better than we do, the fact that there are going to be players who already, as as that you know, final buzzer went in Nottingham, were already planning to go off somewhere else. So you're obviously you've obviously got it on your shoulders that following a massive successful season is just to do it again, but finding the right players to do it with.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, that is the goal every summer, right? Like it's nothing really changes. Our players come and go with the, 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 goal stays the same here. Obviously we've set the bar pretty high. Um, so it's going to be difficult to obtain that. We haven't done that as a club. Um, and, and so, it, you know, it's going to be difficult to do it again, but, um, you know, I do like the guys that are returning, um, you know they'll have been there and done that, and um, will have had a taste of what that feels like to to take all three home, and then you're gonna get some new blood that's coming in hungry for that same success. And you know I think my second league title as a player, we I think we brought back the pretty much the exact same team the next year, It just didn't work. You know it was. Uh, whatever it may be, you know, maybe maybe guys are another year older, maybe they're just, you know, less motivated for whatever reason. Maybe that falls on the captain's uh, shoulders. <laughs> maybe it wasn't good <laughs> enough at motivating them the second year. And that's, that's all a reality, right? Like, you know, we had a very good year last year. And uh, now we're going to have to work very hard to emulate that year because, you know, you've got... Uh, the likes of Cardiff, who's stacking up. Uh, Sheffield, who's always going to be there. You know, Glasgow made some, some fairly big announcements there. Uh, we know Guilford's going to be good again, Nottingham. You know, obviously looking for a resurgence. So you, you got these teams that are going to be done in for us, and we're, you're not going to get the worst of a team. That's for sure. They're going to come in. They're going to be ready for us. So um, we need to approach this season – like we do every season, and, and just try to build here to get going. And um, I like the way that team is, is looking right now. And uh, you know, obviously, enjoy the rest of the summer, but uh, start to get excited a little bit for what's to come.
1: Coach, it's uh, lovely to talk to you on a on a bri- on a bright night instead of a cold winter night. Um, you referenced there uh, a couple a couple of things um, from your own playing days, you know, a championship team and then going in, sort of being critical of yourself as a captain, you're obviously going to need a new captain next season. Unfortunately, Goody's decided to move on. And, um, the other thing, um, we referenced at the end of the season, how big George Iwata was, but you've obviously brought Mace back into the fold this season as well. Another big, that's a, as big as a sign on a player, surely.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, all the coaches I work well with, um, Obviously, I have a close relationship with each of them. Uh, I thought George came in, did a great job in Macy's absence. I thought he was good. Thought he was great with the players, um, you know, personally and professionally in terms of developing the players. And, um, you really here. some of the things that he's really strong at, I'm very weak at, right? So he's complimenting me um, in those areas. And, and, you know, he cares. He cares about this club. He cares about the city and That's what we're looking for. Obviously, Stewie's been here from day one, and then uh, he he played steel. And then you got Mace coming back as a guy that uh, came in just a year after I'd taken over as coach, and you know started to work his way back into the coaching. And and um, I thought that he picked it up quickly, and you could tell that he really cares about his team. He really cares about <coughs> winning, and and he works hard, you know, and I mean, those are all recipe for, for success. So, and to get him back and to also bring him back to Belfast and to bring him and his family home, you know, these are why we, we like to um, put a real stress on the family culture here in Belfast because, we, you know, we want uh, Jeff to be at home here with his family. We want George to be able to come home and live with his family as well, uh, you know, on home soil here in Northern Ireland. Sunny Northern Ireland. <laughs> I don't even know what they ask you. What about your spuds? Are they growing well. <laughs> they are. I gotta get them off the ground. I think I get them off the ground. I've lost the uh, my memory's not great, so I'm not sure which day I'm supposed to take them off the ground. But I think they're ready now.
2: <laughs> the it's um, only as I mean I thought it was 60 days. There's my counting's out the window. 59 days till you get going on the ice in a game situation. Um, are you counting them down one by one?
3: I, I am not, uh, they are going down too quickly in my opinion, but, um, you know, as the, the days start to tick away, you start to really focus on the task at hand and how we're going you know, to, no attempt to redo this thing. You know, i said before, the treble's been done twice before, but the treble, treble, back-to-back is not, so, you know, there's a new goal, and, uh, you know, again, obviously, we're starting off the season with the Champions League and we want to continue to, to make steps in that tournament and and continuously put the Belfast Giants on the map in Europe and, and just the Elite League as well. right? We're representing the Elite League here when we're into the Champions League and I think this league and, and our organization as a whole has taken huge steps uh, in the Champions League but also in Europe in terms of respect and you see that by the likes of some of our players that are moving on, and you know, teams want players that are are champions, and they I think they have respect for us when they play against us now, and um, so it makes it a lot easier to take our players, unfortunately.
0: Let's just have a few words about the two players that we were able to share with <clears throat> share with everybody tonight which is of course Jacob Friend and Travis Brown. You you're the guy who's who's brought these guys these these two lads in and, and have them on your roster. Your thoughts on what you feel that these two defensemen can offer.
3: Yeah, um I think they're they're both uh, two guys obviously uh Travis I've spoken with Travis for a few summers now just in terms of recruitment. Um no, I don't think we've ever come very close, but this year we I sent him a message, and you know he's very interested in the school, the school package here uh, at Ulster. I believe he's going to attend. Um, and then you know you look at where he's played; he's played in Denmark and um, in Norway, he had a stop in, then also had some success in, in the East Coast League. And um, you know he's a guy that skates extremely well. Uh, you know. Capable of offense, you can see that by his numbers. But he cares. He's a good teammate. Uh, he's going to play hard defensively and offensively for us. Um, and you know, from watching his games, you know, I mean, he, he's got a pretty big frame. That um, if, you, if you get in his in his way, he may make you pay. So um, all these things are going to be valuable to us. But you know, the number one thing that stands out. The most from him, aside from his success and the fact he's a good ice hockey player. is Every reference came back about how good a person Travis is uh, off the ice in a dressing room and these are all things that we want to add. You know, you can work with people like that and you surround yourself with good people if that good things happen. And so we're extremely happy to have Travis join us. Um, and then Jacob, I feel like I'm echoing that uh, another guy um, one, you know, I, I asked uh, many of his coaches and teammates about him, and one of the first things they talk about is um, you know, how scary he can be on the ice, how mean he can be on the ice, um, but also the fact that he's a very good hockey player. You, know, you don't get called up to the American League um, for no reason. You know, he, he can play both ways. Um, he's capable of offense, but, you know, he prides himself more on taking care of the defensive side of things. And I'm sure our goaltenders will appreciate that as well. Um, but again, another guy that uh, the number one thing guys are talking about is how good he is in the room, how good a person he is. And These are all things that we really value here. And so, you know, when you get a good hockey player and the references, check out that these people are going to fit into our culture here and what we believe uh, being a Belfast Giant is all about then you, you take a you jump on those guys and, and work with them to become champions, right? We didn't, we didn't start up the year uh, fantastically last year, but we, we worked with the group and made the changes we thought we needed to, and, and we ended up getting to where we needed to be, and that'll be no different uh, this year. We're going to have some hiccups. We're going to have to work together to, to get to where we need to be.
1: Coach, if I can bore you with a, a, a little technical question, we were talking about it just when you came on there, the difference between guys that have grown up and only really ever played on the 85 feet wide and then they come to the 200 by 100 foot ice. Um, obviously, Travis has played in, in Europe, so he's played on the big ice sheet. Jacob hasn't, he's played in Europe. Did, does, is it something that you factor in when you're recruiting or is it just something you know they'll transition well enough because they're good skaters?
2: I thought you were about to ask him All as a player.
1: Ask him what? Uh, I thought you were about to ask him what the 100 foot makes if you're a player. Big man won everything there was to win, says can't say anything about him.
3: It's <laughs> not true, sure, actually. Well, not quite true. You know, <laughs> <just doing laughs> what the, uh, I did, as a player, actually, I found it I found it helpful to have that extra second with the puck to get my head up. Um, obviously, I couldn't finish hits quite as easily as you can back home on the smaller ice surface, which was a big part of my game, but also maybe the worst part of my game back home was also the fact that I couldn't handle a puck, uh, where here, when you come in, you have a bit more space on the ice. You get a chance to actually get your head up and maybe take a look to maybe make a pass um, instead of getting your head taken off when you touch the puck. So it gives you a little bit more time with the – but when you're you're speaking about recruitment, it is certainly an area that we look at is skating. I mean, and that's just hockey in general. It doesn't really matter if you're on the big ice or the small ice. Skating is important now, so skating is a big factor in that. Uh, there is a transition period for guys coming from North America to the big ice. There certainly is, and just in terms of your angles and your, your spacing on the ice and knowing where you are and knowing what type of angle you may need to take. To make sure that the guy can't feature wide. But these are not things that I worry about. Like, you know, guys just, it takes one time, they get roasted wide, and all of a sudden, uh, okay, I gotta, gotta maybe take a little uh, tighter angle on that one, right? So, and that's obviously why practicing is so important as well. that We gotta practice angling and, and making sure that guys are getting used to the big ice as soon as possible. Um, but once they transition, you know, it's just, it's just hot.
0: Do you give them? I'm just reading here, Kevin Madden, and then they have to play at the Drizzle Dome. Do you give them any ever give them a heads up to say that some of the places you're going to play aren't that great? Or do you just like leave them to see it
3: themselves. Well, most of my chats, I mentioned the fact that there's different uh, sized arenas. Um, I don't, I don't mention uh, the type arenas, but uh, <laughs> you know, certainly the fact that there's different sized arenas, you know, that is a fact. Uh, you know, actually, one of the main things I remember, is Jeff Mason, before he left the, the year before, it was like, you know, he would make little videos to, to kind of prep the guys for what they're going into. So there's no real surprise factor when you when you walk into the drizzle Dome. We've kind of you've witnessed it. We've seen it before because it, it, it's very hard to uh, to win in that building. I mean, it's uh, things happen extremely fast. It's a different style of hockey, and uh, you got to figure it out quick. Otherwise, you can lose the game in the first period.
0: One final one. Obviously, you know, you say it's fifty-nine days until the the puck drops on that first game. Are you still? Do you have? You know, are we waiting on players coming in, or do you have sight of exactly what your roster is going to look like?
3: Um, I have sight of what our roster our roster will look like for sure. Um, that being said, we're we're not finalized just yet. Um, we could be, like in terms of. If some players accept the offer that we've made, then it, you know that's a wrap and uh, done. But you know, that's not how the business works. So you know, there's a lot of wait and see. And then sometimes in that wait and see, something else pops up, and then you you know you veer off, and you know, also start to have time right now when we are kind of waiting on players to make decisions that you have time to evaluate what you do have and make sure that. Okay, that's you know what do we need to add, and then sometimes you veer off that, right? Sometimes you you have time to think about things. It's okay. Maybe we need to get better in this area. Maybe we should go and look for this type of player instead. And sometimes you you do change your mind. So um, while we do have a an idea of how we're going to look and what that could look with a few different types of players. uh, you know, it could all change in a hurry and, and things can fall through as well.
0: Just actually just one more question, coach, because it's just something that uh, quite interests me from a, from a perspective of you being uh, and that coach and how you approach the season. Obviously, over the last you know number of seasons, you, there is that sort of transition and of, um, transitive um, roster of players coming in, coming out and whatever. Is it difficult to sort of find a motivational approach? Because you see, you know, we've been lucky enough to see like around the locker room and, and whatnot, and seeing hi sis, they, they around the locker room and see uh, hi sis, the uh, and see you know, did you have the you know the motivational phrases that the the, the the messages you want to get into the guys' heads when they go out there, the, 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 of how you want to approach the season, how you want to approach every game. These change year on year to keep them fresh. Is it difficult? year on year, define that sort of different angle for motivation?
3: Um, yes. Uh, well, for example, last year we didn't change anything. <laughs> so yeah, we, well. thought worked, we, thought worked, we thought it worked pretty good the year before last. So um, we, we stuck with the hunter theme. You know, we wanted to go out and, and hunt our goals and um, be, be proactive in the game. We wanted to, to not sit back and we wanted to uh, make sure we're we're extremely aggressive, both defensively and offensively, and, and attack teams. Um, you know, and that was kind of our mindset. Um, you know, will we keep that type of theme going into this year? To be honest with you, I don't know. Um, you know, when this season ended, the whole focus turns to recruitment, and that's it. Everybody involved. is just recruitment, 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 and there's not a whole lot of thought put into next year, if I'm completely honest with you. you know, that's where you know we're starting to get into the spot now where we're entering July, now we start to plan for training camp, plan for our season. What does it look like? What do our power plays look like? What you know, what what type of team are we going to be? I think we know how we want to play, but it's becomes now what courses do we have to put in place? And, um, you know, we don't always get that right. You know, that's what training camp is for in, in Champions League, really. Like Champions League, obviously, are going to be very – uh, High paced games that are going to be very challenging. We want to win them, but we're, we're still learning about our team at this stage. You know, it's not like we have last year's team ready to rock. You know, this is a brand new team. So, you know, we're, we're going to learn some things about each other in the first month or so, and then we'll see exactly what we have from there. But I mean, from honestly, uh, July will be a, a time to really plan with the coaching staff as to how we want. To, Training camp to run, how we want to enter into Champions League, what type of themes we're going to have, those types of things are discussions that uh, myself and the coaching staff and the management will have and and, uh, start to plan how everything's going to look.
0: Fantastic, well, listen, coach. We really appreciate you spending time and, and taking us through all that. And uh, and the roster is coming together really nicely. I know a lot of people are being are, are very excited about where this team are going for the next season. Fifty nine days to that first puck drops. Um, good luck with that, and, and thanks for your time.
3: Our no problem, guys. Cheers for having me.
0: Big thanks to Adam Keefe for spending a bit of time there and giving us a bit of a great insight into how the roster is being put together. And there's a real balance that you have to find when you put a roster together like that. We found that balance last season, maybe after a few changes in season, but you have to find a balance. And it's, you know, when you're putting that team together. But one thing was very notable, and it's something we spoke about before, and, and Adam mentioned it a couple of times there it's attitude, it's attitude in the room, and being the right guy and having the right attitude in the room is. Is such key is such a key to having that success on the ice.
2: Yeah, and it's not always the coaches that pick up on that. Um, you know, a lot of the time it's the players, it's a lot, you know, and they uh, the, when you're in the room, the, the the room is sort of placed a lot of the time it's placed itself by the players, you know. Yeah. If, if the, the manager the, the leadership group then'll you know they'll they'll get in a huddle and they'll basically go, All right? Well, you know, this guy's causing a bit of an issue, or you know, we need to nip this in the butter or whatever it may be. And that's a lot of the time. You know that's how coaches find out about issues and challenges, and and yes, sometimes guys don't do what they're supposed to be doing on the ice. We talked about you know some players last season that you know maybe didn't hit the heights that we wanted them to hit. Uh, but look, that's hockey, that's it, it's the same as football. I mean, look at some of the footballers assigned for different clubs around the world, and it doesn't always hit the way they wanted to hit. So, it, it's sometimes it's a bit of a gamble you take to bring all these guys in. And hopefully, that you can just yell the together. And that's where Adam excels. You know, he's very, very good at, at motivating guys. He's, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that all three of us would run through a brick wall, you know, if he told us to. So, especially if he told us there's a galaxy, something on the other side of it. But, um, I don't know if he's going to shout at me. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those ones where it's, it's like, we're we're very, very lucky that we pay attention to what and do our homework with regards. To Due diligence and speak to coaches and speak to guys and speak to teammates and speak to people that know these people that we're bringing in. Um, and that's a big, big part of what we do. So it's, as uh, he's already touched on, Jacob Friend and and uh, Travis Brown. And uh, I've no doubt that, you know, whoever else we'll bring in, he's doing exactly the same with them as what he's done with everybody that's been announced so far.
0: The motivational side, just I don't know, asked that question or David. And the motivational side fascinates me at times because obviously when, when, when you've got new players coming in and don't know your processes and don't know your approaches, then you you can you can maybe, as I said, you'll push what you've had before. But when you've got maybe players who have been there two, three, four years, you don't want them getting tired of the same thing. And you want to find a new key to motivate them out on the ice and some sort of, you know, approach your phrases or, or an idea of how to approach it. And it seems that Adam has found that.
1: Yeah, I find this the most stressful part of the show after Kiefer drops off because he stays down below and you gotta uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like, but, um we I I tweeted something last year whenever things weren't not taking any credit by the way for anything, about a, a farmer plants his, his potatoes and there's Kiefer's gone and actually literally planted his own potatoes. So we're we're pleased to see that uh you know I, I usually leave it to the, these, the green these, the green stalks get a lo-
0: tall enough and you look at the green stalks getting tall enough and then I just go must be about now I've never done it right so don't take it I gotta on.
1: be honest we planted spuds for the last time for the first time last year and they were awful and I didn't do anything other than dig a grind and I've got spuds in my garden by accident this year and Have you? I pulled a I pulled someone out the other day and they're about this size of course. so I'm I'm gonna yes, leave them in for a while longer. But anyway, yes, back to the motivation. Like all those motivational things are great and, and words are words, but actions are actions. And and when you've got Adam Keith, you know, who will force guys down a line that, that sometimes they'll not want to go down, you know, they, they'll have to but if you want to be a Belfast giant, if you want to win Grand slams, if you want to put medals around your neck, if you want to hang banners, you have to play the Adam Keith way. And he talked about the last two seasons about playing hard on defense, hard on offense. And and we talked about I bet still that Adam will have seen things in a grand slam season that he'll have wanted done better. He'll have wanted better special teams, he'll have wanted better power play, wanted better penalty kill because his his demands are that on players. And if you want to come to Belfast as a player, you've got to be willing to have those demands put on you and, and meet them. So, you know, these guys, there's a lot of in-depth stuff goes in this recruitment, of no doubt. Adam's just very, very touched on the very, very Bases of the have to be good skaters, the have to be good people. And he talked about Mace and the family side of things and all this. All these keys all come together. And if you're not willing to buy into that, as you've seen in the last couple of years, it doesn't matter if it's September, October, November, December. There's the door, there's the boat, there's the train, there's a the boat. Off you go, you know, buy in or go home. Absolutely. Well, That should be a banner, shouldn't with... it? Should that be one? So I, buy, in and go home.
0: buy it. Buy in go home. Just replace Go home. Give a Put a bag <laughs> go. Yeah. Well, that in the back of a T-shirt. Yeah. The team is coming together. The balance is, is coming there. We'll, we'll, no doubt there are still quite a few names to be added ahead of that puck dropping in 59 days. Um, and we're excited to see what is to come. Thanks to Adam and thanks to Jacob Friend for joining us. Um. Any other business, boys? No, I'm going to throw one up first of all, and that's a, just a congratulations to Robert Fitzpatrick, who regards the European Hockey Alliance went over there and won the award for leadership. Um, I don't think there's any. Uh, I don't think there's any arguing with that, Simon. Basically, because he probably kick you in the backside if you if you tried to argue with it.
2: No comment. Um, he <laughs> look, he came in. It was funny. He came into the office last week. I hadn't seen him because he was he was away and. Prague wasn't, it? I think it was. Um, Prague, yeah. The award up. He he knew nothing about it. Um, right. He knew absolutely nothing about it, and I think he said, I think it was a His wife, he was speaking to, and um, he was saying he was going to go to the event in a pair, of, pair of, like chino shorts and a and a uh, polo shirt. And Imelda was saying, no, no, you could catch yourself on. You need to go with a, like a shirt and a pair of chargers on. And but otherwise genuine he was go going to go on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt but um he said thank goodness it didn't and, and took the advice and and uh picked it up but look you know we we talk about it on, on numerous times throughout the season and, and what he's done for the belfast giants uh the club and, and obviously the organization and the whole thing and he's a top dog for a reason so it's uh very very well deserved and uh like against maybe the first of here's here there's there's we won so much last year and uh and you know when you win you keep on winning it makes things an awful lot easier for people to pick accolades up david word for robert
1: oh yeah um well
0: done okay
1: <laughs> any other business please um i've only got one says before you go there um last year i did a little fundraiser thank you very much for everybody we were doing it for ATNI. every goal the belfast dance scored last year um so the likes himself played 50p says plays pledged 50p giants only went and scored 304 goals so cost us over 150 quid so thanks for that keeper on that one you could maybe have won the league with like 10 or 20 less goals we appreciate it but um so £840 was raised for and I'm going to convert that into cash and go down and give it to AJNI and they're going to put it in their emergency fund if there's a pensioner in need, if a pensioner needs some oil, gas, money for food, like a little crisis loan, they're going to be able to take that cash from Belfast Giants fans and put it straight into pensioners pockets. I didn't want it going into admin fees and office fees and that, I wanted to get it into pensioners' hands. So with did mental health last year, with the AJNI and the season has just passed, so Thank you to every single person that put their hands in their pockets and donated. So £840 in AFTB, Belfast Giants names, going to pensioners in Belfast that need it or across the country that need it. So thank you. Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Um, Sam?
2: David, you've got to touch on your mate.
1: Oh, yeah. It. Colin Shields. Right. Oh, Colin Shields. Member of the British Empire by his Majesty's appointment, the, I forgot about an, that. Um, award, awarded an MBE in the in the in the yes, honors the, the congr- birthday honours list just a couple of weeks ago. The second Belfast giant from the MBE, the first one was also a a Scots a superstar hockey player. So Mr. Tony Hahn. So he joins good company there. The two of them drafted to the NHL, the two of them MBEs and uh, King Charles' first uh, list of honours. Colin Shields gets one, so very well deserved. Um uh, a, gr- a great servant to hockey, let's be honest, over many years. Um served this country well, served this club fantastically, scored a lot of goals, played a lot of games. And uh, uh congratulations, it's really good. <laughs> Glad you're uh, now that, yeah. David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big
0: congratulations <laughs> to to Colin Shields. It's wonderful for him to be able to, to 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 be recognized in that way.
2: Uh Simon, anything from you? I have a couple of things. Um, we, Neil Whiteside has been working his, his magic. And on Thursday evening, we yeah. show um, the Grand Slam documentary. So we've got two shows. It's going to be a 5 and the Lecture Theatre. The C15 is sold out. I think there's only about three or four tickets left for the 6.30 show. Um, so it'll sell out as well. It, thanks very much to Victoria and the team at, at W5 for accommodating us. It's very, very much appreciated. And uh the OSC for putting all the, the hard work into getting it organised. So it's um it's brilliant that you know we need got this organised and I've seen it. It's uh it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um and you know we're we're going to be able to to watch the the season in in an hour and ten minutes for a change instead of having to sit through all that hockey last year. Um, Keith so I'm looking says forward like- to that. Yeah, definitely. At times there is for sure. Um, I would say there'd be a few people with a few tears in their eyes as well at some point. And um, so bring a bring a tissue, or we'll, do you know what? We could probably sell tissues in the way in. Um, a branded, Get them branded <laughs> sign. Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. A couple of tissues. <laughs> um, a couple of have sold worst. A couple of special guests are going to be there on the night as well. So uh, looking forward to that. And then we. Uh, we posted the other day about potentially having a golf day. Oh,
3: yeah. um, yes. And I know
2: there's quite a few golfers. Um, hopefully you two guys can make it as well. It's going to be in September. Date will be announced early next week. Um, the It's going to be at Hollywood Golf Club. And we're just waiting oh. for a few little items to get sorted out. But the players will all be playing. The coaches will be playing. A few special guests from uh, yesteryear uh, will be coming along. And hopefully you two are available to come along and play as well. And uh yeah, we're looking forward to that. So we did something different for um for the OSC. We had a meeting on Sunday. Um quite a few other things planned this year. And uh yeah, it's it's again it's the season's only around the corner, so rest up while we can. It's only the twenty seventh of June. So we get another six weeks rest and then it's straight down to work, proper work. I'm
0: almost it July. It was good fun. Almost <laughs> July. A couple of days left, Amy. A couple of days left. When <laughs> are you home?
1: I'm off to Scotland on Saturday morning, mate. That's a long walk from there. Mm-hmm. I've got a long walk in Scotland, too. Uh,
0: oh, very good.
1: <laughs> uh, right. And on that note, the, uh... <laughs> quickly
0: moving on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, looking forward to the, the, the uh, Mr. uh, Mr. Whiteside's kindly sent me uh, a copy of the uh, the documentary to, to have we look at as well. I'm looking forward to watching that. I'm we'll be watching that tonight once I've stopped talking to you guys. And um, yeah, I, I no doubt that everybody's in for a treat come Thursday when, when they get to see the the final thing of that. And he always does a fantastic job and what a season to reflect on. Uh, absolutely amazing season to reflect on, and uh, no better way to do it another one, one thing. Documentary.
2: um At the start of every year, did, last year did you do the predictions of who was going to win what? do you still keep those party? You did right?
1: we? we did I, I said. Season.
0: I said we'd win everything. I said. I think yeah. I said we win it all.
1: welcome lads. Congratulations. I don't remember. That's Simon that Simon obviously remembers something here.
2: No, I genuinely don't. I don't no. I remember because we we did it the year before. I wasn't. Was I was doing it last started last year? I don't think, well, I, think
0: I think what we what we what we have done is that we, we did the predictions on the playoff final four. But I think yeah. that I but I think what if happened go, was
1: we if we go into a season as Belfast Giants fans without predicting that we're gonna win everything, just give it up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Fan. I, think, fan.
0: I think we made predictions of who would be who would win the final four, and I wrote them down, and then we came to the final four and I forgot to bring it in the show. So but you this is what, what happens. Sometimes was, I do things and I totally forget. We were we were talking about Davey.
2: I can't remember where I was saying Davy mention this, but you know, when there was I was talking to somebody in, in uh he was at the playoff weekend. I met them in our shopping centre. It was either Thursday or Friday evening last week. And they were sitting going, Oh, you know, it's been so long since the playoff final. What is it? eight weeks or whatever it is? Um and I going, Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah, a long time. Um and uh they're sitting saying, you know, when Cardiff scored that I was I mean, I was really panicking and everything. I said, well, you know, I said, that's just the way sport goes. Sometimes teams score and it was a bad time to concede the goal. Um, he says, yeah, but, you know, we, we didn't play great and we didn't do this. And i going, all right, okay. I said, I'm going to have to get on here. And you're trying to, I, didn't even, I can't remember the first name of this person. And I was just trying to get out, just exit stage left. And uh, he says, I'm sure you all thought the same. And I'm going, nope. i going, no. I said, I was in the suite with Josh Roach and Josh Roach is standing. And he just turned around and he says, Well, you all calm that?" down and uh he says we've got this we've got this and it was just davy davy then put it up um I can't remember. I can't remember where I've seen him. Definitely, when, when, it was, when, it was when on Twitter was when
1: Rochi was announced back or something. That was, was it, that's right. Yeah. That's right.
4: He came Look, in during. Um,
1: it, I think it was during the period break. He came in because like, well, there was tension, Simon. Let's be honest. You know. Oh yeah, there definitely was. There tension. was a lot. There was a lot in the line. A lot in the line, and he's just just relax. Well, he just didn't say just relax, but that was the gist of, of what he said. <laughs> And then we've yeah. seen him on the ice after it, and he says, told you. Told you. Told you. No, <laughs> told you. It, was,
0: it was Oh, brilliant. no, it was you whenever he was to... re
1: really nice to put the T-shirt, Roachy says, relax. That was it. Wanna... There's there's there one good. other thing, Paddy, I wanted to say. Um good. One of our new
2: partners, uh, the Wee, Wee Poutine Truck, um, which sits just beside the Big Fish, they are holding an event on Saturday. It's going to be at the Banana Block there on the Newtonards Road. Um at 12 o'clock, it starts, I believe, maybe a wee, little bit earlier. But uh, we're gonna have um a special, actually two special guests coming along and three pieces of silverware uh that I actually need to get Jasmine to clean this week. Um so uh yeah, the poutine truck is gonna be um there on Saturday afternoon, 12 o'clock. And the boys will be there between 12 and 1 one fifteen, something like that along with a trophies had, so anybody wants to just, come along you're more than welcome by the
0: and by, buy, I, some, by the buy, I had some fantastic poutine at glastonbury at the weekend they they did a, i'm sure they do equally as good at the poutine truck but some absolutely top-notch poutine in, uh, at glastonbury at the weekend the amount of food i had was just ridiculous anyway but yeah that sounds good <laughs> right gents thanks very much for your time big thanks to uh to jacob friend and adam keith for for joining us and uh welcome yeah. to jacob and to travis brown to the belfast giants it's uh we've got a, a great season ahead maybe we'll have a chat once again before that season starts thanks to you gents as always, for, for taking the time out of your summer to to chat to us. Thanks to everybody with some great numbers tonight, to the amount of people who are watching live. So listen, thank you so much to everybody who, who watches, who listens, who who interacts, sends us tweets. The comments section has been buzzing tonight as well. We really appreciate you guys being part of this. And uh, we really enjoy doing it and, and and hopefully we've got a great season of it ahead. Um you can get us, of course, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook all the podcast normal podcast stuff spotify apple Podcasts, kingdom of at avftb on twitter um i'm not doing the tiktok tiktok was nonsense tried doing the tiktok decided you know what this is like far too much work and there's people who can do it a hell of a lot better than me so if that that's been jettisoned i'm not any talking let's Forget let's let's it. put it, put, know, it right
1: <laughs> put it right there Get get a get a young young person instead of us. Get a young. <laughs> is there a AV, young person
0: who's good at TikTok?
1: An AVFTB TikToker, let's get one on board. Tickety. is there a tickety talker out there? That's what I want to. Is there a tickety talker out there? Wants to come on to board as the AVFTB Tech Talker. <laughs> send us a send us a uh, message. Email fantastic.
0: us. Listen. Yes. Write that's us a email. letter. Write us a letter. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Apply for the job. Send a stamped addressed envelope. Uh, <laughs>
1: things, <laughs> uh,
2: people. <laughs> there's, there are kids watching this thinking, what the
0: hell's a uh, stamp you there?
2: Having...
0: Right, let's wrap it up. Guys, thank you very much for your time. Thanks to say to, to Jacob and, and, and Adam Keefe for their time. And uh, yeah, wherever you are, we hope you're enjoying your summer. And uh, we'll catch you here next time on A View from the Bridge. Bye. <laughs>